Uh, hey everybody, welcome to another episode. Welcome to any non-specific episode of uh, Superdoll Stories. I mean, I, I know which episode this uh, setup is for, because I'm going to record it next, but spoiler. Uh, this is only the second uh, episode of this series that I'm recording, so we don't really have a fancy setup like we usually do with a Hollywood superstar that I did not air quotes for. He's not even here, but I'm imagining... Uh, Mr. Banders watching me. I don't do that outside the podcast, by the way, Antonio or anyone else. But this is welcome to Superdoll Stories. It's a, this is as episodic as it gets. Uh, a couple of years ago, we did a series called Superdoll about a team of superheroes waiting, you know, waiting for Earth's next big crisis and what they did in, you know, I guess, in a, well, that one was serialized, so they, they did face a cr- kind of a crisis. This one, it's uh, Superdoll Stories, the tales, uh, stories about, uh, I don't have, I actually, I failed to write this part. I, I always fail to write these setups, uh, but each episode is independent thus far. This one will be independent, so it's just going to be a tale in the life of one of the, one of the team of superheroes. You know, it could be in the past, could be in the present. I guess it could be in the future. That's tough to write, though, you know, in the future. Uh, but anyway, welcome to another episode of Superdoll Stories. You really, you just go straight into this. You don't really even need to know anything. Uh, technically, another small, I'm not even sure any super, when, uh, are there superpowers in this episode? Of course, there's a superpower that lives within your heart. Welcome to another Episodic episode of Superdoll Stories. Now, as I said, keep your eyes on the hat. As this cloth descends on it, you'll see the outline of my hat remains. Now focus on this hat. As you'll remember from my earlier tricks, this is the hat that Trixie appeared out of. The rabbit's hat. Or is it my head? I think Trixie thinks, you know, uh, I think I, oh, I got to work on that joke. Is this, what you will soon be asking yourself, is the rabbit within the hat or the hat within the rabbit? As I remove, as I remove, <clears throat> it's I, I'm removing, I thought I asked you not to use your phone. When I'm when I, I'm rehearsing for you, oh, I'm sorry, Martin. I I had to check for directions. This is the the head is within the rabbit. You, there was the whole trick. You you were supposed to watch to make sure I didn't tip anything. It was great, honey. It, it was great. Well, no, it wasn't great. You weren't watching. So how do I know you did? You couldn't see anything because you were looking at your phone. I said, don't bring your phone down here, Martin. The, the trick is going to be fine. You're going to be fine. No, 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 no. Look, you're supposed to ask, Is you're supposed to be surprised. And you say, you're supposed to think that I may, you're supposed to ask if the hat is within the rabbits. And then I pulled the hat out of, oh, never mind. Like, it's supposed to be a a trick of your expectations. And then you say, you wouldn't put the hat in the mat, you didn't put the hat inside the rabbit, did you? See, he, he, out of his the corner of, I know Trixie's a boy, but I pretend she's a girl for the tricks. 
doesn't really matter. Never mind, forget it. It's just my audition to get into the magic circle, which you don't seem to care. You seem, what's so important on your phone? I'm getting directions, Martin. Okay, can we just try, could you just try to pay attention for, for a few more minutes? Like, uh, just give me a second to reset. Okay, you're not talking. You're looking at Duke. Okay. Now, if I could just get a little help from this lovely lady in front here. Ma'am, do you know... Okay, forget... This is my whole... I don't think you understand the gravity. The ma magic circle's not a club, dear. It's the union. I mean, so if I don't get in, I can't perform at any casinos. Do you have the directions now? Where are you going, anyway? I'm going to our podcasting club. A podcasting club? What is that? It's like a reading club. It's like a reading group for podcasts. We go, we listen to podcasts during the week, and then we discuss them. Well, that's ridiculous. Well, I told you there's some magic podcasts. Meeting me. I know you told me all about it. I, I know who Phoebe Judge. Thank you. Well, who, whose podcast did you listen to this week? Oh, we listen to Flash Forward and Oh Boys. Okay, I don't know what that. It couldn't. You couldn't. Is that so important? Never mind. I'll, I'll deal with this. Uh, what? So you're gonna be home when I get home from my audition, or you'll be still be at podcasting club? We don't have a title yet. I think podcasting club. It's like podcasting group doesn't sound good either. Martin, I not don't wait up. I don't know what time I'll be home. You're going to do great, and uh, I'll see you tonight. Uh, you'll do fine. You're going to You'll make it in the union. I'm sure they'll think that the hat's within the rabbits. I mean, that's more for, is that more a better act for children anyway? It's a showcase of my range, dear. Okay, just go upstairs. Okay. Okay, well, I'll just pack up my tricks here. And he does pack up his tricks. He packs them up, and we see he's in a small uh, basement, a black curtain behind him and low lights. But as his uh, presumably wife uh, goes up the stairs and turns on the lights, we see a row of folding chairs and a, a small hand-built stage and a few lamps converted into stage lights with aluminum foil. But Martin packs up his tricks, and then he gets into his car, and he starts driving, and, and it's a dry, mountainous area, suburbs of Las Vegas, uh, which is, it doesn't look like anywhere. It looks like mountains. If you were to dry mountain, you know, reds, it's the uh, just the edge of dusk as Martin drives in his car and uh, seems to be rehearsing something. I mean, I see this as a great opportunity for everyone here at the Circle of Magic because I'm uh, in search of much more than entering a circle. I'm much more interested in joining and sustaining a circle, enriching a circle. I would hope I could find a two-way relationship as a mentee and a future mentor, but with the mentor I could work with, that they would receive as much as they give as they take me under the dove, you know, the dove under the dove's wings or whatever you'd say, uh, that I would have a place uh, to grow and to become a fuller 
you know, my, to, to, to expand my complement of skills, but also expand theirs and begin to give, I don't know what was my accent. What am I doing? So nervous, but uh, I would love to be a service to the circle of magic. You know, I'm not just here to ask what's in it for me, but I am a vessel of potential and raw skill and a deep abiding love of illusion. I don't know, that's not good. You don't even have... I don't know what I'm going to do. I wish I could have knew this trick was going to wow them. I could just explain to them how much I love magic if I could make them understand it. Oh, but no, we're looking for something different. We're looking for someone with a look, with a, their own voice. I have my own voice. Can't you hear it? Their own voice, their own sense of story. Magic has a story. It tells it itself, you know. I'm not a writer. I'm a magician. I mean, I'm... I love how this, if you're not in the Union, in this town, you can't call yourself a magician. Unbelievable. Okay, practice this again. Oh, jeez. Oh. Let's hit that stupid car. Write it. Okay, at the red light, read it. I've deep lighting love of the magic. I believe in the magician's code, the power of illusion to trigger joy into the hearts of an audience. Okay, green. I have a deep abiding... I have a deep and abiding love, a deep abiding love of magic. I believe in the magician's code, the power of illusion, or no, the power of illusion to trigger joy in the hearts of an audience. I have a deep... Uh, thank you for your time. Uh, uh, how do I close it? Ladies and gentlemen, sound so old. You wise ones, that doesn't sound good. Thank you for your time. And I'd just like you all to know that I have a deep and abiding, a deep abiding. Can't even say, how are you going to, this is just another illusion, Martin, calm down. I have a deep, a deep abiding love of magic. I believe in the magician's code, magician's, magician's code, magician's code. And the power of illusion to trigger, trigger trigger joy in the hearts of an audience. If I just get that and make eye contact, eye contact, I have a deeper... Where is she going? Oh, that's... Andrea, uh, whose car is that she's in? Hell, I knew she... She doesn't look... I knew she wasn't looking up directions. Who was them? Is that a man in her car? What time is it? Additions in 45 minutes. Let me just see where they're going. They're probably going out to dinner back to his place. I don't even know where I am. I've been so busy practicing. Well, let me just follow them. I'll tail them. I'll show them some magic. Magic is probably a magician in there. Uh, fooling my wife with the power of... Uh, I don't know if it's... Uh, he's a, uh, hey, where are they going? Up in the... This is a... Okay. And Martin follows them deep into Las Vegas, uh, uh, the hills, and then uh, beyond. Uh, they get on the freeway and they travel for a few miles. As night falls, the 
you know, the mountains start to disappear into the darkness and they get off uh, an exit for Nevada Lakes. And as they get off the highway, they see an old abandoned gas station. And they head off again into the hills. And Martin falls back, but he's still following them. The brake lights are on. He, he turns his lights off, you know, just like anybody that would trail anybody would. I don't know who that man in that car is. And where are they going? This is the old... This is where that old Mediterranean-themed casino was in Nevada Lakes, where they were... I think this is the entrance for it. I don't understand what that tower is. Uh, They're going to an abandoned casino resort. Oh, this cannot be good. Look at all these cars. There's a line of brake lights uh, all waiting... Uh, to get into the parking lot of this old casino that towers up uh, dark against the sky. Seemed, you know, vaguely Mediterranean, but not like Mediterranean food, like some sort of Mediterranean architecture. But then, to the far right, a low, long, long building, a neon sign blinks. And it simply says, tonight only, in those kind of letters you used to stick in between the things. And it blinks, and then it does the chasing where the light says, you know, spiral around. Tonight only. And people stream into what we could only assume is the showroom. And the people that stream in are a lot like Martin's wife, you know, people that look like they live in the suburbs. And at first, Martin stands at his car and watches and worries. And then, you know, Tate takes walks and Martin debates because time has passed. And Martin realizes he's out far in the Nevada desert. Uh, that the time for his audition is is near. And maybe he, if he left right now, he would make it. And he's, I, 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 he's probably some sort of swing. This has got to be some sort of swinger event because it's like... Uh, why else would you come out here? And they're using the hotel rooms. And she's going to a swinging event with an, with another man posing as, this couldn't get any worse. I have to look in there. I mean, there's so many soccer, there's so many soccer team stickers here and those family things, the stick families. How could all these parents be out here? And Martin sneaks along the cars. No reason really to sneak, but he does. And he heads to the furthest open door at the furthest edge of this low slung building attached to what presumably is the casino and hotel of the Mediterranean. And he enters and he looks up on stage and the room is packed with suburban people. Mostly probably the working people of the Las Vegas area, but you could see some people in cargo shorts and, and stuff. So you say, well, there may be some tourists too. And the light in the room is strange and heady with the scent of something, you know, musky and incense-like. And people are swaying and chanting and drums are beating. And up on stage is a giant pounded out gold metal sun and one of those big ones and yellow lights are reflecting off it 
and they may be even refracting, and there's yellow banners, and there's people on stage dressed in outfits, kind of like if you're expecting some Cleopatra uh, version of uh, Cirque du Soleil. Uh, but Martin only glances on stage for a second, and he looks around, he scans the room, searching for his wife and whoever she came in with. But the air is thick, and the light is weird, and there's a lot of people. Uh, but Martin shuffles back and forth, and then his phone starts to ring in his pocket, and he looks at it, and he, he, he mutters to himself, Damn, I gotta get... Okay. Let me just, uh, I've got to get, what is he doing on stage? That man, is he dressed as raw? I've got to go. Uh, oh, and, and he does a bunch of that, you know, back and forth, back and forth. And then finally he heads out to his car and he drives off in a hurry. And he drives across and over the hills, uh, you know, uh, quickly towards uh, downtown Las Vegas and, he gets off and he's, you know, he's really in a rush, uh, you know, taking rights, stopping at red lights so fully and waiting till they turn green. And then he takes the wrong turn and he turns back and then somebody honks at him. And finally he pulls up in front of a magic shop where, of course, two gentlemen are just lacking uh, the front doors. And Martin jumps out of his car. Hey, gentlemen, gentlemen, I'm sorry I'm late. My name's Martin. I, I was, uh, it was his schedule. Uh, sorry, kid, we're, we're done with our additions here. No, you don't understand. I had something that happened. And uh, I, 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 I had my audition, and I, I know I missed it. Uh, but there's nothing I love more than a magic circle and joining it. I said, kid, you missed your chance. How, how are we going to, how are we going to? You show up late and an hour late for your audition? There's a, sorry, kid. You you missed your shots. No, 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 no. It's not about my love. I'm not late. I was waylaid. I was, uh, you see, you just give me one second. You see, there's, a, I, I came across an illusionist in the hills uh, in, in Las Vegas, what is it called? Nevada Lakes area. The old Mediterranean hotel. Listen, kid, we, we've been here all night. We gotta close up shop. We gotta go get, we got acts to do. I realize that, Master Mesmerist. I'm, I'm a huge fan of yours. I've been looking up to you since I was a boy. But this man, this man, don't go. This man was practicing. This man was performing the Gim, Gimbelberger illusion right on stage in front of a giant crowd. Wait a second, what'd you say? He was performing the Gimbelberger illusion. No, 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 that's not possible. Uh, you must be confusing it with something simpler than that. No, I'm, I'm sure of it. I read your book about the impossibility of it being, I, 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 you know, I don't know physics well, but your discussion of the impossibility of the Gimbelberger illusion, well, you, then how I... He, he must have been tricking you with his own illusions to make you think he was performing the Gimbelberger illusion. No, 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 he was performing it. How uh, was it successfully? Oh, 
Oh, Ace, I'm also a big fan of yours, Ace. I've, I can't afford to go to your shows anymore. But magic on a motorcycle. Listen, I ask you a question. Was he successfully performing the Gimbelberg Revolution? Yes, I, that's what I said. I, he, he was successfully performing. He was. Or he could have been using trickery to perform an illusion of the Gimbelberger illusion, but I don't see either way. Well, if that's the case, we should have been having him addition. Y any idea who he is? No, no, he was dressed as a, a Ra. I think it was Ra. Really, Ra. It's been a while since. That sounds amazing. W would you recognize him? Have you seen him ever do any other show? The Gimbelberger illusion. No, no, he he was doing he was doing Ra. He was he, he was he he was doing Ra. That's what you already said, kid. Where, where, where you said this was at Nevada Lakes? Yes, he, he it was at the old uh, Mediterranean Hotel, whatever that project was out there. Yes, he was doing so. He was doing an underground magic show. That's very, as Ra, very very hip. I don't think they use that word anymore, hip. It wasn't hip though. It was a cult or something. Was some sort of. He, he was using. Oh no no no! This is a, it was a fully immersive pop up magic show. You do you, you, Benny Benny. You believe this? We got to get out there and find this guy. It's a brilliant. So it was fully immersive. Like a, a, a. No 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 no! It wasn't a magic show. He was performing illusions and pretending they were miracles. What? Why? What did you say? He, was, he wasn't performing magic. He was performing miracles. I'm sorry, what? He, he, was, he was using illusion. He must be stopped. Yeah, yeah, this is no good. We, well, do you think this is, a, do you think this is, a, what's his name? I don't know. It could be. Yeah, this is the clue we've been waiting for. All that stuff, this makes sense, like four weeks ago, and now this. What are you guys talking about? I mean, I mean we'll, we'll contact the proper authorities, and uh, we'll deal with all this. Thank you, Martin. Thank you very much for bringing this to our attention. Uh, we're, we're, we'll get it. We'll get into it. Well, who, who, whose authorities are you going to contact? Listen, kid, don't worry about it. We'll put a call into Los Angeles or something. No, you, you, you'll... Wait a second. Is the magic force real? Listen, kid, you asked enough questions. We gotta get we gotta get going. You missed your audition. Very nice to meet you. I could probably get your name Martin and uh I could leave you some tickets for the show. I'm not sure we could get you on audition again. I I'm at the store all the time. I thought you knew who I was. You uh, is magic force is your headquarters in the basement of the magic shop? I've always imagined it was a team of magical superheroes with the power of illusion, keeping Las Vegas safe. It's something I've dreamed of since I was a boy, and I've read of your exploits. Now on the internet, you're, you're true heroes. Is it, and now you're going to, you. You, you, I need your help with this man, the Ra man. 
Listen, kid, there's no such thing as no magic force. This guy's just a, a con artist out there, and we're going to make sure he gets exposed by the proper authorities. Oh, that's it. Ace, you're the jackrabbit. With the power of a magical eagle and the speed of a rabbit, the jackrabbit. And you, you must be the mesmerist. I can see the wisdom in your eyes. The power of the mind is nothing to the mesmerist. I, I'm honored to be in your presence, gentlemen. Listen, kid, don't worry. No, 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 you are the proper authorities, and I'm proud to put this in your hands because I have a personal connection to this I hadn't revealed. I right, kid, don't worry. We'll take care of it. You don't got to worry one little bit. Uh, but that's great. We're going to get it going. It was great meeting you, Marty. And uh, we'll talk to you later. No, 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 no. You see, the reason I was out there... Uh, please let me help you. We Listen, Martin, we cannot ask you. You're a civilian. If there was a magic force... I'm, I'll start yelling if you don't. Okay, come in the shop here. And, you know, because this is a sleep podcast, you know, Martin did, he really acted up, and there was tears and shouting. And they took him in the magic shop. And they took him in a little back room where probably magicians take naps and stuff. Uh, and they sat him on a small love seat. And, uh, you know, they, they just, just moved a couple feet, to, but they're still continuing their conversation. Uh, no, let me just explain to you why I want to help. Listen, Marty, you're, you're a civilian. You can't help us. And as I was saying before we were interrupted by your antics to get into the shop, please don't shoplift anything either. Our margins are very thin here. You know, we we rely on the commissions from the big tricks we sell. But anyway, Marty, we can't put you in harm's way. We don't know who this person is, if they're the person we think it is. It's very, it could be a very volatile situation. And you're, you're not even ready. You weren't even at your audition. Could you? I don't even know if I'm familiar. I think you, I remember you bought the foam balls. Uh, weren't you the one that knocked over that display case? No, 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 it was a, it was an accident. It was an, it, it fell over when I bumped it. I didn't. Anyway, gentlemen, Marty, the risks are going to be real out there. You see, gentlemen, the reason I was out there is because I was driving to my audition and I saw my wife in the car with another man and I followed them and she drove there and I watched them park the car and they got out of their car and I couldn't even see if they I wondered would they be where were they going were they holding hands and they went into the hotel ballroom the showroom her, her and someone else, so if this illusion is real. Ah, uh, Marty, you know, this happens to magicians a lot more than you. Wow, that's a... Uh, what do you think? Well, I don't know, Marty. I mean, I could tell you that the magic force is real. And that this person we suspect is, uh, Ra, a, uh relocated uh, practitioner 
a famous manipulator of illusion who's been on our watch list. And we've worried is in town. But yeah, we've we've been through that with the wife. I'm sorry, Marty. I'm sorry about your wife. Uh, for all of us magicians, uh, there's yeah, there's Marty. There's one illusion that's uh, beyond most of us, and that's the uh, you know illusion, the one love. You know, they they say they put it on a greeting card. Doesn't mean you can understand it. But listen, Marty. Maybe we could take you with it. I mean, the mesmerist over here is getting a little old, you know, no offense, you know, but maybe we could bring him to help help you. Well, I don't need, I mean, I guess I could, Marty, I guess I could use your help. Carrying my bag and my, you know, my, uh, they make me worry. Uh, Marty, I have to use a cane now. It's embarrassing because I, it's it, 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 it doesn't have the same balance as my wand, so you could carry my wand in my bag. Well, I'd love that. So I'd be an assistant to the magic force. Would I meet the other members? Yeah, well, we'll see about all that, Marty. But let's let's, let's we got to let's let's uh, we'll, we'll uh, let's get you home. You know, well, maybe we shouldn't get you home. Maybe we'll figure this out, Marty. And join them, he does, because the next time we see Marty and Ace, a.k.a. the Jackrabbit and the Mesmerist, is in the pool of the Mediterranean Hotel at night. But again, there's those glowing sunbeams, and there's uh, so the, so the character, the person dressed as Ra, or it makes him now I wonder, is the person really dressed as Ra? Standing on a stage, towering over the pool with working waterfall. Beautiful. They say, geez, whoever's, somebody's really keeping this hotel up because there's waterfalls lit in the stages lit where they must have had like a band play for the pools. And suspended above some one part of the pool, it seems to be some sort of like a net with like a bunch of magicians in there. And I can I can definitely see Ace dressed like in just because I can pick up. There's someone that looks like they're uh, like uh, like that. That must be Ace, like a heavy metal, like long hair. I don't know. The Spursy and Ace must have had that up. Then there's someone that looks very distinguished. Then there's a man in a leopard print, like a uh, leotard, and also seems like a bear's in there, like a friendly one, hold, holding the man in the leopard print. You, there's a couple, I can't, I can't see everybody, uh, but, but on stage is Ra and the Mesmerist, uh, the character we had met her briefly earlier. No sign of Marty. In the pool, pool and the pool, pool is full of an audience of onlookers. Actually, in like pool casual or you know pool outfits, it looks seems to be a lovely evening. And they're watching the show, and there's parts that aren't like uh, podcasty, like raw, like m- music. And raw does tricks where like you know stuff goes poof, and people go ooh and ah, and then raw, there's more chanting and drumming. Meanwhile, the mesmerist is just kind of sitting there the whole time, and Ra likes to speak with reverb and very, you know, authoritatively uh, from a mask. 
let's see, the, I could give you the summary. I said, like, uh, you know, I don't know how I could give it to you. It's not not be raw-like. You know, they say raw and so the bedtime podcast don't mix. Uh, but very much like, ladies and gentlemen, this uh, this is a mesmerist. Ha, ha, ha. Like, made a career of mental trickery. Ha, ha, ha. Does not believe in miracles, but believes in illusion. Uh, the definition of illusion, this, 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 met in the mesmerist looks down. Up in that, you know, the mesmerist thought they would distract me while their friends came. Because, and then, like, a couple of, like, uh, miraculous events happen, you know, to demonstrate that Ra has this miraculous power. And then the gist of it really is, then Ra makes this really long speech about shame and that he is the reliever of shame. And then there's like chanting. And I see a TLDR version where they just, Ra uh, has some kind of shame ray on Las Vegas. This is, this is what like the mesmerist is yelling at Ra. And Ra's like, no, 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 I'm the reliever of shame. And then he said, you're the feeder of shame. You know, this whole city relies on people's, you know, shame and blah, blah, blah. But Ra, Ra's of, uh, and then the mesmerist accuses Ra of, you know, saying one thing in the opposite being true. And then he gets a little heady, starts talking about self and then Ra does it. But Ra knows how to play the crowd. And then Ra makes the audience, says, now you get to decide who disappears, one magician, or I think five or six, I don't know how many are in the net, but that's what Ra says. And it, like, if people are child, like too much choice for an audience because you can't tell. So then Ra says, Mesmerist, why don't you choose? And then right as Mesmerist is about to say, presumably myself, uh, Marty stumbles on stage in cat, you know, like, uh, Actually, I think he's in, like, culottes or, like, rolled-up pants. So he kind of totally fits in. And then Ra says, I demand, what are you doing? Let me see if I can do the voice sleepy. I demand to know what you're doing here. Well, oh, hello, I'm I'm a little lost. My name's Marty, and I was just here for, for shame relief. I'm here. I don't recognize you, Marty. Well, there's a lot of us here. Well, I have a photographic memory, Marty. You know, this kind of thing. Well, I'm just lost here. Marty, you don't belong here. I am a very... What are you doing here? You know, and then they start, you know, people start chanting. And, you know, this, this Ra, of course, has people, shirtless people, like that look, you know, that are standing in the wings waiting. And then Marty, like, kind of debates. And then Marty says, well... I'm mean, I'm here. My wife, my wife. I followed my wife here, and then every, and then Marty makes this whole shame play. Oh, I think it's shame and my shame that ruined my career, you know. And then I've, the second wife is a magician, and even Ra like like is trying to decide. And then even Ra's embarrassed. He says, "That's enough, Marty." And then Marty's wife say, "Marty, get down from there." And then he says, that's her down there. It goes, you know, he says, is that your lover? And then again, Ra's like, and he said, what are you doing? 
And then Marty like says, "Why don't you ask her?" And then he starts while Roz like interacting with Marty's wife and the gentleman she's with. Marty tries to untie the mesmerist, and the, then uh, the mesmerist like Rod just barely like doesn't notice until the mesmerist is free. And then the mesmerist does this really cool move. Where he says, "I'm thinking of a number between one and six. Marty, free them." And then Ra, you know, like, like does, like starts doing these tricks. But, but he, like Ra, I think the mesmerist has some sort of mesmerizing power, even on Ra, because I don't know how otherwise Marty's getting away with like messing with the, whatever the mechanism is that's holding the, the net with the other magicians. Uh, but then Ra does this other speech, another speech again, like about how the mesmerist is really the one. Like he says, I don't have to do, and you know, because you these all these magicians know about. It. He goes, this is without me, you wouldn't. Without the shame, you wouldn't have a job. Blah 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 blah. And then right is like Marty's like just making the last gasp to to like let the other magicians out, like unknotting something. You know, Ra makes his move. Then the mesmerist makes his move. Then there's like, like a little bit of a cat and mouse game. And if you're familiar with cat and mouse games, I'll tell you, Roz the cat in Mesmerist is a mouse, okay? You get my drift? So in the end, Marty does get the other magicians freed uh, right in time for the cat and mouse game to end, how it almost always ends historically. And then Marty cries out, and he actually is like holding the mesmerist, uh, cradling him. And uh, then the other magicians, this is a little too, you know, a lot of action that we don't really need to know about. But I'll just give you the good news is we see this crack squad of magic force missing just one element, you know, the, the mesmerizing mentalist elements, but all the other stuff. There's cards flying. There's uh, scarves, you know, weaving and catching, you know, giant rolling balls, cups, you know, other stuff. Just like where people are, you know, appearing and then reappearing. And no mirror mazes because this isn't, you know, I guess that would be at third base. There'd be a mirror maze. You know, lots of cool stuff. Even like there's maybe even one person that does like a fake left, right, left, baboon, you know, kind of thing. And... You know, for the most part, other than the mouse, a.k.a. the mesmerist, everything, then Ra, you know, then all the people, like, are broken from their spell and a lot of stuff like that. But then let's just get the next scene is actually in Marty's basement. And that uh, concludes another edition of The Power of Magic. I'm Mesmaro, and I want to thank you for coming to my show. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you to the lady down front for helping me. And as the uh, lights go up, we realize that uh, Mesmaro's there all alone. But there's a look in his eye. You know, the, 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 that's mesmerizing. All right, good night.